I was just saying that I was a. Uh, I'm super super busy this week because I'm doing my final short film for my film degree, and so I was showing the guys my storyboards, which uh, I might send or post a picture on our Instagram of one of my beautiful storyboards <laughs> of uh, cuts. It's a scene four B close up coffee. And it's a coffee cup, and it's a beautiful-looking coffee cup. Oh, yeah. And uh, I mentioned, oh, the character's name is Jay. And Heath goes, oh, did you name your character Jay? Let me tell you guys the characters in this, because you guys are actually, I need you in it, because <laughs> oh, we're in God. a pandemic, and I don't, I can't go get actors. Like, I don't know. And I have to shoot with what I have, which is my house, me, you guys. <laughs> oh, damn. I'm not, I, okay. I promise you, I'm not, first of all, you guys know how terrible I am with naming things. Yeah. Uh, so the main character's name is Jay. Spelt J A Y. It's a little second different. part of your name. We got right. Yeah, exactly. Well, his boss's <laughs> name is his, his boss's name is Mister Dowish, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is me, Mister Dowish. This is all inside jokes. His coworker's yeah. name is Leo. <laughs> uh, his, the character's wife's name is Amy, which is nice. Well, if you recall, it's a way inside joke with Amber on Facebook. She used to spell her name A M M Y on Facebook, so it was like uh, Amy, but Amy. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see who is, I have a who's the doctor? And ah, Doctor Glasscow is my Glasscow. is the uh, <laughs> yeah. as well. Ian's last. I name. love it. Yeah. So like, those are literally all the characters in my in my short film. All Ian, of which, how, yeah. Well, growing up, how often do people call you Glasscow? I feel like that was so common pretty common yeah like uh my mom she's a teacher and there was one year where like they would do like inside jokes with all the teachers and they literally gave my mom this like glass and inside of it was like a little plushy cow thing oh gosh yeah yeah no the terrible teacher jokes that they have so i feel like okay so actually so one of my friends told me about uh, uh he said he's a teacher and one of his students is literally his first name is M H. That is his name. Like that's it, there's, it doesn't stand for anything. It doesn't. Your name like, is your name's your name is letters. Just two letters. <laughs> yeah. So how do you pronounce that? Well, all our names. That's M H. You just say M H. That is how you say it. That is his that's first stupid. name. That's and I would just think strange. like kind of the same thing, same vein as Glasscow or whatever. Is like people are just gonna say like your name wrong a lot, and this guy, yeah. this kid's gonna grow up the rest of his life, and people are gonna be like, oh hey, what's your name? He's like M H. He's like, oh, what does that stand for? Like. It doesn't stand for anything. Just call me MH. And like, those are the worst parents ever. Like, it's even that worse really than like, worst. like someone calling their kid like Asholi or whatever, where it's like spelled like asshole. Like, I feel like MH is worse than that because it's just like, it's, it's, it's MH. I'm not Michael, Michael Haley or whatever, you know, just, yeah, just call yeah. me MH. Just leave me alone. I just feel like, I don't know, parents are the worst when it comes to name people. Am I right? They can't you be. You're sure. not wrong. Sure. Yeah. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to John Geeks episode 60. It's a pretty big deal. Six, I'm AJ. Six, with me, six, of course, is Mr. Dowish himself, Darren. Hello. <laughs> I I tried to make his name fit into the thing, but I decided to go with Leo because literally the character would have just been called Heath. Heath? Oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Dr. Leo Glass- wasn't Lee? What? Leo wasn't Lee? It's Yes, it's Lee. Did you not understand? I don't know how to make Heath's name not his name. You change my name, yeah. Uh, it's either Heath or not Heath at all. There's no like similar <laughs> name to Heath. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Keegan. You can use Keegan somewhere. Sure. <laughs> Mr. Glasgow himself, Ian. Hey, that's it. And I didn't put Matt in because he doesn't deserve to be in. Matt. Ouch. <laughs> that's, that's, that's okay. You're the guy who dies. That's <laughs> no. not okay. You don't know what this movie is about. It's the backstory. <laughs> All right, boys. How y'all doing? Good. Uh, I think we should probably address uh, last week. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to this, and this is probably 
either the first or second episode that we've released since last time, um, depending on when this gets released in order. Uh, we obviously uh, we, we will review or already have reviewed. Uh, what was it again? What was it? Uh, the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Suicide Squad. Or the with our friend Squad. Ryan. Yeah, with our friend yeah, Ryan from the fun. I'd Like a Refund podcast. If you haven't listened to that yet and it's out, then go listen to it because it is it was a lot of fun. Ryan was really cool to uh, talk to. Uh, and plus, it was just a fun movie to talk about. So if you haven't sure. listened to that yet, go listen to it for sure. But as for the actual John Reeks podcast, uh, we totally got pooped on. AJ was like scheduled off. Basically, he was out of town and wasn't able to record. Ian forgot his microphone at home. Matt got like punched by his roommate and so it was all kinds of crap uh so we uh, essentially it was just me and heath and instead we just played a video game together instead of recording so anyways yeah the whole freaking shebang kind of fell fell apart even though it was like oh yeah it's Deard's turn a soundboard galore it's gonna be great and then we got pooped on so that's the universe saying doing everything it's can to make sure no that doesn't happen <laughs> that isn't put into existence yeah so sorry for missing last week but uh yeah we're back we're back um mm-hmm. uh with that said uh it is august 16th it is national roller coaster day i have plenty of roller coaster stories but i'll let someone else take the lead if they want to i don't like them i hate them as well they're fun let's go cowards they're, no they're they're fun for a very specific well, time in your okay. life when you're like 10 to like 13 14 roller coasters let, are the best let me tell the story that scarred me of roller coasters that quick so i'm like Probably four or five years old. Oh my god! And <laughs> That's already the, a bad start. <laughs> the cork, the like, you remember the corkscrew one at Six Flags? Corkscrew. Literally wave. just goes loop, loop, de loop, de loop. The green uh, one. Sure. Yeah. Flashback. It was green. No, it was green. It's a shockwave. Green. That's a shockwave. Shockwave. Oh, you're right. It was a shockwave. I'm sorry. Shockwave. Yeah, yeah. I might have been a little bit older, but I was very young. It was like one of my first like experiences back, with you? a roller coaster, huh? Your head went between your legs, didn't it? No, I I just remember. I can't visualize this roller coaster. What the crap are you talking <laughs> Hold about? On. So, it's just so the literally G-forces? just two two flips or so like two loops. That's on it. On those loops, if, so, if you do not put your head back, it'll literally be between your legs because the G forces forces you forward. Also, there is no way that you are five, Matt, because I'm pretty sure you have to be at least like five foot tall to ride that ride. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's always been five foot. <laughs> I don't know. I I know I was really young because it was one of the first memories I can like. Furthest memory back that I can remember okay, of a so roller what coaster. Happened? What so happened? my, I didn't want to go on this ride because I was terrified of it because it you going upside down like that. And my mom was like, "No, it's fun. These are, roller coasters are fun. Let's go." So she forced me onto it, and I probably could have tore her arm off. I was squeezing so hard, <clears throat> and I, my head probably was in between my legs. I don't really know. And so you've never liked them since. But yeah, I, I mean, I'll ride them, but yeah. I'm. Do not like them that much. I'm not going to say that story was weak. It was weak. But my first time riding that roller coaster, <laughs> I didn't realize you had to put your head back. Like, you have to, like, kind of lean back a little bit. Because when you go on those loops, like I said, the G-forces throw throws your head forward. So my head was between my legs, like, forced down on both of those loops. And it hurt like hell. So uh, my, my only that, story uh, regarding roller coasters, whenever I was younger, I was just like you, Matt. My, my, I hated roller coasters. I had no interest. I'm terrified of heights. Uh, my mom was also the same way. She loved roller coasters. So she was like, okay, as soon as you're old enough or tall enough or whatever, we're riding the roller coasters. I don't care if you want to or not. And so the first time that happened was on the Judge Roy Scream. So I'm sure most of you guys know what that, that is. That one I actually the, like. For the listeners, though, it's like 
at the time it was probably like a 60 year old wooden roller coaster like super crickety like as you're riding you can hear like the wood creaking and stuff like super sketchy but so my experience was like going up the first hill wasn't a very tall hill but like that was always my thing with roller coasters just like that first hill like the initial like just like rise up because i hate heights and so on that first hill like there's like a spiral staircase, I guess, like for maintenance purposes. And I was literally trying to unbuckle my seatbelt so I could get off the roller coaster as it was in motion so I could go down that staircase because I was that terrified. My mom was like freaking out. She's like, Darren, sit down, sit down, sit down. You better sit down in your chair. And I was like trying to get off the roller coaster like as it's about to go over the freaking hill. And How she was losing you her mind. Uh, uh, maybe 10 or so. Uh, that's that's a little too old for that. That's what's it's to- like, totally too old for that. The I, theatrics were like a bit ridiculous. <laughs> but there's a fight or flight response in everyone's life <laughs> and i was trying to fight or trying to flight you know what i mean like you can but but and it's always been my experience with roller coasters is like even that time terrified trying to kill myself basically like after the first dip then i was like had my hands up and i was loving it that's always happened to me with every roller coaster like even the titan like i remember bawling the entire way up the first time i rode that like crying my eyes out i'm sure everyone on the freaking roller coaster hated me but then by the time <laughs> i went down that first dip i was like loving my life like i had my hands up i was loving it like it was fun it's so weird because even now like i still get a little bit of that when i'm going up on roller coasters but anyways Bro, but he's like I, I feel like you're like a little pansy girl when it comes to roller coasters don't you prove me wrong yeah there's no story to, there's no story to tell i just hate them i'm not a daredevil person not roller coasters not for me the end hmm. guess cool story guess when the uh judge roy first off i didn't know it was judge roy <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know what the was? name was. I don't know. I the words just right. meshed. Just I don't the judge know. scream. Uh, guess when, when it was built? introduced. Eighteen ninety-seven. Nineteen thirty. No, y'all are way off. Like seventeen forty-one. No, it's it's recent history. Oh, okay, let's. What, what year? Nineteen eighty. Okay, that's not that big a deal then. I feel like yeah. that was. Yeah, that's wrong. That's wrong. It's still rideable too. <laughs> it's also stories, but... oh, go it's, ahead. it's also National Tell a Joke Day. Uh, this is my wheelhouse. Do you? Get, I asked before the podcast, before AJ got on. Um, I was trying to get like see if anyone else. I always have like three or four jokes like preloaded like in my memory just in case. Like, hey, tell me a joke. Like, I'm always ready for it. Is am I the only like AJ? Do you have any jokes preloaded in your memory like just in see, case? My style of humor isn't knock knock. Who's there? I'm very Ooh, observational. So uh, you can't put me like, oh, AJ, dinner party, AJ, tell us a, a funny limerick. I'm not that guy. <laughs> My whole thing is, uh, oh, what's that joke from that Val thing that freaking killed? It's, uh, why is there no mouse-flavored cat food? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a conversation why? about that. All right. I've got, a, I've got a few jokes. All right. You ready? This, these are my jokes that I have preloaded always, just in case. Okay. So first mm-hmm. one is, what do you see when you see a spaceman? I don't know. What do you see? You park in it, man. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I I rate that a D tier, but or maybe it maybe in maybe in I don't hey, know. Have you guys have F. you guys heard of Murphy's Law? It says that anything's that can go wrong will go wrong. Yep. Sure. Have you guys heard of Cole's Law? Nope. It's thinly sliced cabbage. You you truly are a dad, <laughs> aren't you? God dang it. For the record, oh, no man. one else is laughing. <laughs> Let it be noted. Okay so, were, so, okay, so there were two whales at a bar. The first whale says the first whale says the second whale. <laughs> I 
reason I'm laughing. Because you can't hear him. It's because Darren has a noise it's gate. It's his face. It's so we can't hear him. But it's Dude, we can't hear you this whole time. Oh, no. It looks like you're just oh, chugging no. cocktail. Oh, my gosh. He's just got his mouth open like the butter. It just looks like he's sucking on a Not playing well for we're laughing at him because his joke is funny. <laughs> and we're laughing at his expense. And then the second whale says back to the first, Go home, Frank, you're drunk. <laughs> Those are great jokes, Darren. The hell just happened? Thanks. Also, I want to point out that you guys are going to look dumb because my audacity was picking up everything. Discord wasn't picking me up, though. So you guys are all going to, I can't hear anything. And now, yeah, probably, yeah, anyways. But yeah, so like I said, it's good to always have a few jokes just like loaded in the just barrel. Just have them in your case. back pocket. Exactly. You got to have them. So um, also, Very National uh, August 18th this Wednesday is National Fajita Day. I'm not a big fan of fajitas. Mm. I'd love to see Amber and I weren't I either, but we figured it out. Because Amber and I don't like onions, and we don't like peppers, like bell peppers and like All that right. stuff. So that's most of a fajita. Exactly. Uh, so, but we have substituted it for squash and mushrooms. Delicious. Wow. So, like, get your uh, like your zucchini and your squash, like your yellow squash. Substitute that for the peppers, because guess what? Squash is delicious and doesn't taste like peppers. Interesting. Yeah. So I- we we finally get to appreciate. A good fajita. It's like if white people got a hold of tacos. <laughs> it's literally what it is. <laughs> I'm like, congrats, white people. You fixed Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the border, am I right? <laughs> AJ, tell another joke. Uh, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you've been working on that one for a while, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. You had that one loaded up. I know, you, I know you did. You got that one in your back yeah. pocket. All right. Uh, who do I want to start with? Matt, how was your week, buddy? Um, it was fun. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, same old, same old. Nice. <laughs> it. Ian, how was your week, buddy? Besides uh, sweaty, dude. It was. It's it's been a pretty good week so far. Uh. We finally moved into our new house. It's been great for the most part, except uh, for the first week we didn't have curtains in or lights. Bedroom. Apparently, no. We yeah, my lights off right now because the uh, extra bedroom I'm in right now is not getting very much AC for some reason. So it's really hot in here, and there's no fan in here because it has a boob light installed. Um, but yeah, it's been good. Um, just moving into a new house, it's fun, and also, yeah, I mean. I don't. Th- I disagree with that totally. Moving into a new house is not fun. I hate moving. No one has I never had moving, fun moving into a new house. But like when you're in a new house, like when you've been living in apartments the past three plus years, it's just like this is nice. That is, he, I think that is he, true. He also moved in. It's I think nice like to be in once a house. you have moved in, it is fun. No, but like even, the process of putting up pictures and like, hey, where should we put this couch? Put it in this wall or that wall? It's exciting. That just like, oh my god, that's a freaking chocolate. All of that genius. All of that sucks, but going from an apartment where mm-hmm. you have to all the problems of living in an apartment, neighbors, yep, right, right. parking, all that crap. The time it's small to like the first time it's quiet in that new house, yes. and you're like, all of this space is ours. Is mine. Yeah. They, they also and built then you just get house. naked and you just start rubbing right. yourself on. We can have everything. sex there and there. <laughs> Look at all the places we can have sex <laughs> as yeah, loud no, uh, as we want. I'm a screamer. <laughs> as We're far going as, against uh, that wall. 
That's being as loud as we can. <laughs> as far as media goes, like I haven't really set up like my room ish yet for anything. So uh-huh. I've been just like watching TV in the main living room and like Darian like went to bed and uh, uh, last night and I was uh, trying to find some good anime to watch and I was like, oh, Food I'm Wars, it's a pretty good show. I'll watch this again. And I forgot how many times there is like sexual sounds in the show. <laughs> like every time somebody eats food, it's always like, ah, like that. So Darian's like oh. coming out just like, what the frick are you watching? And I was oh, like, I oh, promise. Just, oh, just porn. Y- you know what? <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, it's called Food Wars. It's it's an actual <laughs> anime. <laughs> I promise I'm not watching hentai. <laughs> food, food Wars? Dude, like, that happened with me too. So much. Really? You don't I'm, like Food Wars? Yeah. Hell no. I freaking love it, dude. It's just like, it's Go like cooking battles. It's so fun. Shit. I was... I was watching, I'll, I'll talk about it during my week, but I was watching a movie too. And it's literally, there's like one sex scene in the entire movie and it's like 45 minutes in. Amber's not in the living room at all the entire time. The second the sex scene starts, she comes right. into the room. Yep. She's like, it's all right, what are you watching? Parts. And I'm like, literally, and like, I'm like, look at the, look at the thing. I'm like, I want to show you how not cool this is timing wise. <laughs> like, I don't want to ruin anything, but like midsummer, same thing. That the weird oh, sex part. Yeah. Yeah. My wife walked in. She's like, "What the shit are you watching?" Like, you don't understand. It's always the worst time, part. man. Like she doesn't see all the cooking her. that goes on in this anime. It's always like the part where like someone eats a really good food and they're like, "Ah!" And, like, yeah. so Darren's like, "I might give anime a shot. Maybe I missed. Yeah. Maybe I missed." Now we're talking. Uh, where can I get this food wars? <laughs> yeah. Porn hub. That's where you can watch uh, food wars. Uh, yeah, yeah. Heath, how's your week, man? It's been pretty good. I watched a lot of movies. I watched Val, the documentary. So did I. Mm. It was pretty good. Uh, the Night Comes for Us. I actually watched that, AJ. My dude. Yes. So I let's like talk, to talk I, about that. Talk about it. Oh, out of, let's get out of our weeks so and then we can talk about the fun stuff. Uh, a ghost story. I tried watching it. I tried watching it. <laughs> I, made it 20 minutes. I knew and said, you. Fuck dude, this. I told and you I in the Green Knight thing. It's less refined than the Green Knight. Dude, how can anybody watch that? You liked it apparently, right? So I did. Matt, I actually, loved it. Matt loved it too. Dude, I could not make it, bro. Wait, which one? <laughs> it's called, it's called the, ghost the Ghost Story. It's the same guy who did the Green Knight. Oh, um, you're not talking about me. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I watched a movie called Paper Tigers. It's like a comedy action film. It's like martial artists that were really good. Oh, Their yeah, yeah, yeah. passes away and they're like older people now. It's pretty good. It's worth the watch. It's not great, right. but it's fun. And I listened to a few podcasts, but the big podcast was... Um, it feels like the first time mm-hmm. they recently did one on There Will Be Blood. I, remember I, I listened like, to that too. I remember calling that like my favorite movie for a long time, but I haven't seen it in years. I watched that again and I do think it's in my top three movies of all time. It's, dude, it's Daniel Day Lewis, man. Yes, for sure. And Gangs of New York is also in my top three, so that makes sense. Gangs is in, I think, my is in my top 10. It was my favorite. I think it was our favorite that year. Yeah. Dude, when we dude, went through the, our favorite movies and games of the whatever year since 2000. Dude, it's yeah, funny because like in that it's amazing. In there will be blood. Nothing really happens, but it's still like a fantastic film. If you think about it, nothing really happens. Yeah, uh, I would advise checking out Paul Anderson's other movies. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, Boogie Nights for the first time. That's a good movie. Six months ago. Yeah. yeah, one. It's it's. I think Boogie Nights might be the hardest sell for a movie, and no one will understand. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, it's seriously, it's an amazing. A crafted it really movie. is yes there's some of the coolest one t- uh like long take shots i've ever seen where like freaking the, the camera goes in the pool at one point and, like all this stuff and you're like what's it about 
Well, Mark Wahlberg has a well, he has a gigantic <laughs> a schlong, dick. just a giant donkey <laughs> one. Just and uh, Burt Reynolds loves it and wants to make him a movie star. And, I'm, and I'm like, Seth it's, Rogen yeah. wants to do him. Yeah, it it gets bad. That's it is Seth Rogen, right? No, that's uh, what is Who that dude's name? He died. Uh, I can see him in my in my head. He was in Mission Impossible three. I guess I'm let's wrong. get back anyway. to it. I know his freaking yeah. name. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ha ha. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Uh, other than that, just working on a lot of music. I made some stuff for Matt and Mark and stuff. And that's yeah, they it. mentioned that's that. I had week. no idea. I was, uh, you made us for, I mean, I can start talking about it kind of now. We're working on a, a group project with a ton of other movie podcasts. And I gave Heath, it, it, it's always funny, like with your turnaround, because I literally in the text was like, you don't need it. We don't need this for weeks. I'm like, here's the idea, and that <laughs> night slash like the no, next morning when I finally later. saw it, I'm yeah. like, dude, it's I'm like, what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> he already had a first draft, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then I, like I showed music, the other bro. guys; they all loved it. So that's uh, awesome. I think that's going to be our theme song. Awesome. When Sweet. we get that collab project going, Darren, what you got going on? Uh, so <clears throat> a couple things. Uh, I, I texted the group. I went to Austin this weekend for a bachelor slash bachelorette party. Um, and that Ooh. was actually more fun than I thought it was going to be because it was my wife is the maiden, the matron of honor. Uh, and so it's a bunch of friends of hers. I say a bunch. Like we knew like probably total like five people there to combined. Uh, so a lot of people we didn't know, but it was like 20 people in an Airbnb that were all like, either some of them were single most of them were there with their significant other and all just like total party animals that just like by like six o'clock everyone was drunk on the first night and nice. it was just ridiculous um yeah my nightmare but, <laughs> yeah it was but i mean like honestly like they weren't that annoying like i expected it to be way way worse because like like i said in text too like the first night when we got there we're like you know, planning out our night because the guys are going to go out separately the first night. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to go probably here and then probably a strip club afterwards. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Like, I really do not want to go to a strip club. And Dude, so that what forced be a me... more horrible place than a what strip would, uh, club in a Brandy pandemic? What would say about that? Like, what would she... Uh, well, I mean, once they said that, I said, okay, I'll just drive myself and we go to strip club and I'm just not going. Yeah. And so that yeah. I already isolated myself, basically, because like all the, all the dudes are together and I drove myself. So it's like, I'm already putting myself like, you know, oh, he's he didn't want to ride with us. He's too cool for us or whatever. Yeah. But like, so I wasn't going. So but like, I mean, Brandy never even thought that I was going to begin with. So I don't know. I, I just have never been interested in strip clubs. Like, Dude, I, I, I mean, it's either. not because I, I've it's just so weird to me. Like, I just feel weird for the girls because it's like, and it, we went to a place called Bombshells, which is like, Essentially, like, you know, like Hooters or Twin Peaks, like one of those places where it's just like them wearing essentially like girls wearing no clothes. And I feel so uncomfortable for the females there. Like girls are attractive. I'm attracted to females. Like, OK, like it's like no one is like shocked by that. I guess maybe some people are. But yeah. I, I like women. OK, I like attractive women. But like whenever I'm just like sitting at my table and I looked at I look across the table or across the restaurant and like, oh, hey, look, there's a bare butt just looking at me or whatever. Like. I feel uncomfortable because the girl knows that she like that's what the whole job. It's like just to just be like an objectified person that we pay extra money for. Like and it just mm-hmm. like I don't know. It just it makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't know. I, I mean I'm not trying to like be like on my high horse. It just makes me feel weird. I don't know. So, but yeah, that oh, was uh it. that uh, that was at least that portion of it. Uh, we went paddle boarding, which is like where you stand on a surfboard type thing mm-hmm. and then use like a kayak thing to push yourself. So that it's was interesting. Oar? Dude, it's harder than what? it looks. A kayak yeah, thing. Oar. 
Yeah, or kayak. You know, <laughs> I don't understand that. Why not just sit in the little boat thing? Why? What does standing and doing the exact same thing do to improve the experience? I, I was just along for the ride, Absolutely man. Nothing. I was just told That's to buy stupid. a paddleboard, and then I got there. Sit yeah. in the little kayak, and then you can drink a beer. You can do so much more stuff. You're not standing there because it's not like you're surfing where you're actively doing something cool. You're just standing on water. Yeah, it was it was really kind of like just and also you like those paddle like boats where you like you're pedaling in first gear the entire time mm-hmm. essentially <laughs> like it's like what's the point of this you're just not having any fun like you're just like <laughs> it's so much energy for so little movement that's that's how I felt <laughs> in the paddleboard is like we we like went from this place to like the South Congress Bridge and it was like probably like a mile there and back and it took us like three hours <laughs> it was ridiculous it was so What's not with a nice fun. Walk? <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just like we could have been doing anything. Um, yeah, because you were in Austin. Did you see the bats? We did not see the bats, unfortunately. Which that There's was the bats. other thing about, about this entire trip. I was so disappointed. We went to Austin and did nothing that was specific to Austin. We didn't like go to the Capitol. We didn't go see the bat. We didn't go to Sixth Street. We didn't go to the like all these things that you could do while you're in Austin. We didn't do any of those things. Like we just went mm-hmm. to a karaoke bar one night, which I, you know, kind of went hard on that. Let me tell you. Of course you did. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I want to tell the story. I'm going to tell it anyways. I might as well tell it. So <laughs> I, I, I can already imagine Heath's reaction to that okay. with this story. Okay. So obviously we're there for a bachelorette party, right? So the girl is actually someone that I've known for like a long time, like the soon to be wife, you know, whatever. Um, I've known her for a long time. And so I was thinking of what songs could I sing that were like going to be like, I got to gain some clout with the guys, you know, like I got to like sing things that's funny, but like, you know, also like, you know, relevant to the moment. Anyways, so the thing I came up with, and I feel cringy even talking about this, cause I know I know how he's going to react to this, okay, is uh, I told Ronnie, who's the, you know, the groom, the soon-to-be husband, hey, like, are you cool with me singing Tenacious D? Effort gently on oh your behalf my gosh. to her. <laughs> That's great. That's and so, so I, I brought her on stage and sang Effort Gently by Tenacious D. Basically, I came on stage and I was like, hey, by the way, uh, so Ronnie paid me $20 to sing this song. We're here for a bachelorette party. He paid me to sing this on, on his behalf. He didn't want to sing. He's not a good singer, but I'm singing it for her. So I literally looked her in the eyes and was singing this song. At, like You oh, were serenading so her. Awkward. That's cringe, but funny. <laughs> that's so awkward. It was oh, so funny. No. But I'm honestly afraid that like in 15 years from now, whatever, I'm like, it's gonna come know, up. Some, some important person in the world, which, and we'll see if that happens. But like, let's say I am, and then like, Someone just posts like, "Remember this one time whenever you sang effort gently at a karaoke bar? Like that was crazy, bro!" And then like I get fired or I get canceled or something like that, you know? So, yeah. But it was fun. So nice. uh, otherwise, I, I watched the season finale of Dave. Um, I it was very good. Uh, I, I forgot I mean, to mention I watched that too. You watched the entire show? Yes. Okay. Uh, can we quickly just talk about that? Like. No, after let's get out of our weeks half an hour let's get out of our weeks we'll talk past it anyways yeah I, I had a lot it's been two weeks man i'm excited i'm pumped i got a lot to say uh so that's all i got so aj you know take like 10 seconds and we'll pass it <laughs> uh, i watched a bunch of things i watched a bunch of things this week as well i watched val i watched a movie on netflix called aftermath eh. never heard of it eh. it presents itself as a haunted house kind of movie Real B-tier horror. There was some really cool stuff in it as far as like story-wise. Or like, oh, that's an original thing for this idea. It drops the ball at the end. I watched uh, What If? The the What If series started. Oh, on the- oh I, totally, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Not a ton to say about it, but we can have a little discussion about it. Hmm. And uh, I also watched... Oh, God, how am I forgetting? I watched The Suicide Squad again. 
today. Nice. Because that was really good. With the watch? Yeah, I'm going to kick myself because uh, I feel like there's something else. Uh, maybe I'll remember at the by the end of this episode, but I, I did those things. And the week before, I was at SeaWorld with, uh, with my family, which was, you know, fine. But, dude, I don't realize... When did Sea... Have you guys been to SeaWorld before? A long ass time ago. No, no. I remember it being more like a zoo kind of thing than an amusement park. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, not anymore. It's all roller coasters now. Like every other hmm. thing is like a big ride or some kind of like contraption. Really? Very few animals now. And I, I like I that. Feel was like the whole got canceled. Why. I feel like I think I got canceled. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're probably trying to get rid of the business model of you know enslaving dolphins and stuff and like trying yeah, yeah. to go towards more. Yeah, there you know, there's some bad yeah. stuff there, and enough enough. Trainers got murdered by the uh, yeah for real. I got, though. I got justiced by the uh, by the whales <laughs> by the fish. Cancel uh, that so hard. It's so dark. <laughs> but it's just like when I went there, I'm like, this is just a really garbage amusement park. Like the Six Flags. If you want to go on a roller coaster, go to Six Flags. Go to Universal. Go to Disney. All that crap. This used to be the place you can go for animals and the roller coaster. So that wasn't. It was. It was kind of not great. It's weird how they didn't uh, make it a there. water park, though. I was going to say that, too. Wait, why not a water park? There's a water yeah. park attached to this one. It was the one in mm. San Antonio. It's, gotcha. uh, I forgot the name of it, but the point is, like, so uh, they have shows which are kind of cool. Like, they had a sea lion show. The sea lions do a bunch of funny stuff, and uh, I-, I cringed by it. I-, I talked about this a little bit on the, the Suicide Squad thing uh, and uh, the- with the I Like Refund guys, and... It's a show, and the theme is, like, high school, and that's just a very loosely tied thing of, like, look what the sea lion can do. And they also try to pepper in humor and it is the most boomer humor I've ever heard in my life. And what really like just ruined my head is that it killed. So it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, the the whole crowd freaking roared. So in the show, uh, something happens where like one of the trainers is like dressed like a, I say cheerleader. It's like 1950s cheerleader. Like think of the chick from Greece with like their skirt going down like her ankles. Right. <laughs> and so she's like, uh, miss blah, blah, blah. What am I gonna have for lunch if we can't have fish? And uh, the the t- like the whatever principal chick goes, "You're a millennial, aren't you?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Then Google it." And then the crowd <laughs> freaking roared, dude. What the hell? Wow. And I was so confused because I'm like, "Got him? What? What are you freaking talking about, you morons?" A, that's not a good joke. B. At, that's the expense. <laughs> These stupid millennials like to look things up. <laughs> Morons. Like that's, and I couldn't enjoy the rest of the show. You have like sea lions doing flips and like walking or whatever, like, doing a bunch of crazy acrobatic stuff. And I'm just hung up on this stupid joke that they, that, it's a dumb joke, but if it would have fallen on deaf ears, it would have been completely different. But everyone <laughs> thought it was hysterical. But yeah, it's my week. And uh, just to get us out of here so we can talk about all the fun things we wanted to talk about. Heath, the night comes for us. Yes. That Say words. is really, really good. Dude. Like, really good. Okay, so funny enough, I have seen the first 20 minutes of that movie before. It, it, the hmm. first 20 minutes aren't really that good. There's a part, the very first fight scene that happened, I had to turn it off because I was with my son. So I, I funny enough, I've seen that movie up to the first fight scene and nice. I turned it off. So I started playing it. I was like, I've seen this before. What's going on? Like, have I seen this whole movie? And then I, I then I got, you know, it was a fresh movie after that. Anyways, some of the best fight scenes ever. I freaking love the over the top gore. The yeah. just like completely uncoordinated fighting, just beating the shit out of people and stabbing people. Uh, I think the best fight in that whole movie is for sure the woman fight 
when there's like her versus that the was two, dope. The, like the lesbian chicks. Yes. That fight is incredible. That was a good fight. It's really um, good. Just in general, I really love that movie. It was definitely over the top gory though. Like you got to be a certain kind of person to watch that movie and enjoy it. It kind of comes out of nowhere too, because as the first, I don't know, 20 minutes, like maybe 15, yeah, 20 yeah. minutes, I'm like, this doesn't, nothing about this screams gory. I'm like that because mm-hmm. when uh, Matt from the Matt Mark movie show pitched it, I'm like, it's not, it doesn't seem that big a deal. And yeah. then like even the first kind of gory part where Eco kills the dudes in the, the club with like the bottle. I'm like, okay, yeah. that's kind of gory, but nothing outrageous. Like it's, it's not, but then dude, when that, I can't remember which one happens first. If it's the, the, the fight in the, at the meat the department. Oh, that was one. The, yes. Was was that that's one or the, the apartment? I don't know which the one comes first. Is first. I think the apartment. Yeah, is first, the apartment. I'm like, oh, that's what he's talking about. Because that it goes fight off, scene dude. Is intense. Rest in peace, white boy Bobby. That dude's a hero. Jeez, dude, he is a beast of a man. But okay, so uh, the night comes for us. What else did you, uh, we want to talk? Well, uh, I wanted to talk real quick to Heath about Dave, and then we can talk about what if after that. This is why we need Heath on the show every time. He's the only one that links all of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one else will watch Dave. It's killing no me. No one else is so going to watch martial arts movies with me. <laughs> well, of course not. They're movies I watch like the suck. Raid. Action movies Good suck. Man, I want to watch them. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Heath, uh, just what was your th- opinion of the series? Obviously, you watched the entire. I assume you the, binged it, right? More or less, yeah. It was over three days. Okay, so what'd you think? Uh, the entire season as a whole. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Definitely a different feel from the first one, for sure. Um, I think the comedy wasn't as good this season. If I'm being yeah, honest, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but also the drama didn't really pick up until I think the second half of the second season. Yes, uh, like so far, to be honest, I prefer Atlanta, but there were at least a, some key parts in season two that really struck really good with me. Uh, for instance, the part where he goes to Shangri-La with Rick Oh, Rick yeah. Rick. That You're is saying a good like, episode. Like the ninth episode? Yes, that's a really good It's one good of the episode. best episodes of like any show in that vein ever. Like It's such a good Probably. freaking episode. Dude. That was like, a very good episode for sure. It, like, is it all so... makes sense, tied together, very brilliantly written. And like, um, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know if you've actually known, like there's like... Over fifty metaphors in that episode. In that episode, like where it's Tons, like, dude. It, it's just like if you really dive, in, dive into it and like break down everything that's happened in that episode, it's like, oh, this means that. Oh, this means that. This means that. Oh, sure. geez, like it just it's totally layered. It's ridiculous. Yeah, subtext yeah. is fun, huh, Darren? Oh yeah, <laughs> subtext. <laughs> I caught them all. I caught them all in the first watch, by the way. You also really poorly, really poorly described the Doja Cat uh, episode. Did I? Yes, like super bad. Eh. You said she's being all ratchet black girl, and he's being all like conservative white guy. I'm like, that is what Darren that was said. not that episode at all. Yeah, pretty much. No, dude, it was about yeah. her life as a famous person, how depressing it was, and how she can't even enjoy small things because everyone's controlling her life. And yeah. she finally gets a do a date. She's excited for the date, and Dave tries controlling her life as well. And she just sees a red flag and drops him like it's hot. And she was actually that. a great character to relate to. And you actually feel bad for her being famous and stuff. And well, she's having to be, be forced like, to do all these TikTok and stuff. And <laughs> I yeah, like this and, new and narrative of us like basically saying Darren's racist. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> he's gone from <laughs> Asians to the black community. Let's go. I can't relate. She's black. Just <laughs> <laughs> being a ratchet and black. I mean, just behaving as a I person. I mean, that's basically, look, that's, basically, that's basically what I said. I, I said the same thing. Uh, you said it a different way. It just, you know, you said it your way. I said, no, same thing. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and soften that bit. And that's, that can get out of hand. Let's just stick with uh, Asians for now. <laughs> uh, but tied all together, the finale was really good. And I love Gata at the, at the end. It was really oh, good. 
Uh, that, yeah, that end, like, the ending was... It got me uh, pretty good. Honestly, like, I don't really think... There's a lot of things that I didn't like about the last episode. There's a couple things that, like, didn't make any sense in terms it's of, just like... just a hit, yeah. Well, Compared because, the like... One. I understand, like, Dave is, you know, like, a, the whole thing is about his growth as, like, a rapper, as an artist, as a friend, stuff. But, like, the thing that doesn't make any sense to me, and I don't want to go into too much spoilers, but, like, it doesn't make any sense for that to happen the way it happened based on, like everything that he's stood for since like the beginning of like the first season, like where it's like, he's, this is his art. Like, this is what he loves to do. Like, he's not going to compromise anything for his art. He said that from the beginning and then like kind of on a whim, it seemed like without any rehearsals, like the show changed. And like, that just seems like it wasn't really explained very well. And I understand it's again, like it's his growth as a character, but it just wasn't really like dove into very far. And it seemed like very, very like little preparation. And it was a great scene. Like it was like that. That was part, a good like, scene. Yeah. The end of it was super good. So yeah. like, You're I think wrong. it's totally, I think it's totally worth watching. Like, uh, and especially because uh, it's so sad. Like uh, there was so much speculation that he was going to release like a new album at the end of the season because Penis. it was, yeah, it was totally like building up to it. And everyone speculated that, which I think it was more, it was more like less speculation and more just hopeful. Um, but he said after the last episode that he was, you know, he's still working on his new album and he hopes it'll be released before season three. We'll see what happens. So anyways, uh, but. last thing, uh, yep. seeing Dave Shaven, horrifying, haunting, Dude, that was hilarious. scary as shit. <laughs> like just straight. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen it, he's totally bald. No eyebrows. No, no beard. No facial the beard hair. Is what it is. Like he needs that beard. Do not it, shave that beard, Dave. It is hilarious. That scene is so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, anyways, I, I can't sell it anymore. If you haven't seen Dave, and even if you don't like Little Dicky, it's just a really good show. It's funny. Uh, it's dramatic. It's like, I don't know. It's just really good. So, but otherwise, uh, so what if? The new we, Marvel series. Sure. Let's uh, let's talk what if real quick. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I agree. It was I, fine. I don't like that animation style. It just I liked it. It's I actually a, really liked that. I've, That's one of the few I things I don't I mind it. I I like the style, but I noticed the like syncing of the lips and audio was not together a little bit, which was threw me off a little bit. That's fine. Some of the actors, it's weird, aren't necessarily great voice actors. Like the guy who played, uh, I can't remember homeboy's name. Dude from Billy Madison, he played the douchebag like general or whoever in that episode. I love him as an actor. Not a great voice actor. He was he felt he felt a little wooden during it. Hmm. But it was weird hearing, hearing not Chris Evans as Captain America. I, I think they picked a guy who sounded similar, but it's clearly not him. Yeah. Uh, I thought yeah. it was fine. To me, it just structure-wise, I get it. They're having to cram a ton into a half, a half an hour for a show. I, I didn't feel any stakes during it. Yeah. It didn't. It just. It felt like, wow, look how great life would have been if Steve wasn't Captain America. <laughs> like, if Peggy became Cap, then life would have been a lot better and that's she would have done a better job and it's just to me it's it's kind of irritating when you have i get it but it's irritating when you have female lead and because she's female lead she has to be perfect yeah that's not interesting that's like the best female leads in movies or leads in movies not explicitly female but the best female leads iconic ones are the ones who are treated like normal characters who are leads they they have flaws Ellen Ripley from uh from Alien you have Sarah Connor from Terminator you have uh the bride from Kill Bill I'm I'm there's hundreds and if not thousands but I'm spacing on them right now but with Peggy Carter she felt very figured out and perfect 
almost the entire episode, which I did. I was bored with her then <laughs> because I'm like, what is she going to learn? What is there for her to what's her growth in this? Yeah, right. So that just yeah, it was it just, boring. Uh, honestly, like this is one series that I don't feel confident that I'll actually fall all the way through. Like, I think I'll probably watch it just because I know it's something that Brandon and I can watch together and enjoy together. But like, I don't really feel that invested in this series. I mean, like, I know it's supposed to be quote unquote canon or whatever the MCU. It's but like not. the fact that it's canon is totally irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Like, they're going to say it's canon. canon. It doesn't matter. Like, it's totally irrelevant. You so, can't say the word canon if it, there's no repercussion it anything it doesn't all. impact anything yeah it's not it, it doesn't count then it's not canon it's only canon if it's acknowledged like in practice that kind of thing yeah I, like I if, think what they what they meant was it's canon in the multiverse it, yes I, but that doesn't I, mean anything that requires yeah. them just saying it's canon that's no, like no, it's what, canon. okay well they just so any repercussion mm-hmm. no it's never going to get mentioned. It's never anything like that. We're not going to show like, oh, the Watcher, this is the multiverse. And there's like a gigantic thousands of like screens. Like think of like the Matrix. There's like a thousand screens and you see all the different what if stuff. Like that's not going to pop up. I'm confident well, it's not going to come pop did up. Did you see one of the executive producers was saying, he was like, yeah, Marvel is interested in making spinoff movies with these what ifs. So we'll see. Maybe it'd be a full length like animated feature probably. No, live action. Uh, that's, let's, let's see. I mean, it'd be, it'd be like Rogue One and Solo uh, and all that. That kind of feels like a yeah, money grab Rogue, to me. Yeah, we'll see. Seems kind of gimmicky. I'm fine with this as is. It's half hour cartoon episodes. It's fine. And it's a fun little, what if, uh, i and I, I feel like this might be the, the bad one that kind of got out of the way. I hope because, they take like, more risks. Yeah. yeah. Like what if Peg, cause that's my favorite thing from the comic. What ifs is things get out of, because it's not canon and that's mm-hmm. the point. They can go buck wild with it. Where, oh, because I'm making one up because Spider-Man got bitten on the other hand by the spider, uh, the world blows up like that kind of thing like that. Or now instead of having webs out of his arms, now he has like like eight legs or something like that. And he can just crawl around everywhere. Now he shoots webs out of his butt. Yeah, that'd be so (laughs) much better. But like with this episode with Peggy, it's like, what if she was Cap? Basically the same thing as normal Cap. Pretty much. Except it Cap literally becomes just follows, Iron like, Man, kind of, and that's about it. Yeah, it follows the entire plot of the first Captain America movie, just like for almost verbatim, like with a little yeah. bit, a little bit changed. With a small bit of man, we were trash, and did you guys know we were trash to women back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and exactly. I feel okay. They, knew, I, I like to imagine some guy knew, no one else knew, and they figured it out at the end. Where they're like, all right, so our first episode, we're gonna have a uh, big mama Cap. Uh, Captain Carter, uh, Captain Carter, where she's big, uh, snoo snoo woman. All right, well, who's she gonna fight at the end? Tentacle monster? <laughs> and they're like, okay, yeah. cool, yeah, draw that up. It's Hydra. That makes sense. And he's like, oh my god, they're letting me draw a tentacle monster <laughs> with this animated <laughs> thing with Captain friggin' Captain Carter. <laughs> yeah, that as I was watching that, I'm like, this feel, and then like the scene where like it pins her, it's like, against the wall, and like I'm like this. Feels not cool. <laughs> the what if? So the world as like literally the imagination is your limitation. They're like tentacle monster, baby. That's what's gonna <laughs> be your enemy. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was fine. I think the I think the next one is gonna be really hard for me to watch, and I think hard for most people to watch because it's uh it's the the Black Panther one, I believe. It's the what if, I believe it's what if T'Challa was picked up instead of Peter Quill. Right. Yeah. From the Ravagers, like with Yondu and them. Mm-hmm. So it's apparently this is the last 
role that uh, what's his face? I'm, I'm spacing on his name right now. Chadwick Boseman, yeah. Chadwick Boseman did as as Black Panther, so it's gonna feel a little uh, yeah. sad. Uh, with that said, uh, I also two weeks ago, uh, I. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, was, that was our... Congrats. Uh, now you know, we can start taking your opinion seriously with Marvel movies. <laughs> dude, like... I it's feel the, like, it's I, one I, of the I, best. I, it's my top five I've said this Marvel before. Movies. Like, whenever Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I didn't... I literally didn't know it was a Marvel movie. Like, I had no <laughs> idea. Like, I, I didn't realize... Because we weren't... It wasn't like whenever... Like, as, as we progressed farther into the MCU or whatever, then we all started talking about it more. We all started going to see movies together, that kind of stuff. But when that, when that came out, it we wasn't We all like, were, Darren. You were the one not involved. You realize that. Look, we all weren't involved. Okay, look. Yeah, that, that's the point. We were I like involved, how that's okay? your view of the world. Like, yeah, phase, like, three of Marvel. The whole world did people it like Marvel. Start, yeah, people started yeah, giving exactly. a crap no about it. No one did. Yeah, exactly. After, uh, like, two Avengers movies. Yeah, no one no one really paid attention, to be honest. Like, you know, look it up. Look it up. Um, but anyway, so I, after watching that, it's like, man, that would have been really nice to know all that stuff before everything else that happened. Like, it's like, I feel like, honestly, like, after watching that movie like it's like <laughs> there is so much that happens like how did that get through every like it's i feel like it's the most important movie literally in the entire like mcu like oh, that's honestly. so funny in terms of like exposition like understanding like the rest of the universe well they like, explain a lot about the infinity stones and thanos so it's a big yes, deal exactly right and yeah that's, that's an- why yes darren that's why it helps to watch the marvel movies that's so funny <laughs> Look, like I said, it was everyone's getting caught up. You know what I mean? Like we're all we're all trying to get caught up on the movies. And it's and a good movie, huh? It was pretty good. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. James Gunn, dude. That's top ten. That, I kid you not, dude. That was. <laughs> I think that came out. That came out. I think twenty fourteen. I think Winter Soldier came out that year as well. Though, mm. like Winter Soldier Guardians are probably my one number one number two. Ask me what day, like different days of the week. I'll tell you different answers. Because that first <laughs> Guardians, dude. I just wonder, like ugh. people are listening to this, like. This is like a nerdy pop culture podcast. Right. To yeah, the guys. we are judging you. Have I you guys feel, heard of Avengers? Listen, fans listening to this, I can feel your frustration. Where you're like, how are you qualified to say anything? You realize that's base level, like of having like talking about first of all movies and second of like about geekdom. Is you've seen the Marvel movies? Look, we're all getting caught up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so last bit i think of us talking to heath about stuff was we watched val oh by the way real quick but did you guys know there's a second one of that, of that series mm. there's a Guardian, guardians oh 2. there is did you know <laughs> there's a third a one two? coming out too yeah wait wait is james gunn on the second one as well <laughs> do you know who james gunn is darren top 10 director yeah cool uh val <laughs> yes you can tell val. darren's out of bits when he's like top 10 <laughs> that's it. That's top ten, top ten ways to move on the conversation. Yeah. There you go. Top ten segues. Yep. Uh, Heath, what did you think of Val? Uh, it was good. It was actually kind of sad. Like really it's sad, extremely sad. It's. I think it's supposed to be extremely sad. I was yeah, bummed watching that movie, dude. Very sad. Or documentary. Uh, to be completely frank, I didn't follow Val Kilmer, Kilmer that well. Like I know, obviously, Tombstone and his big hits, Top Gun. Um, I didn't even know he had throat cancer. I didn't know he was going through all that at all. I had no I idea. I knew about that when it became really big. I, I mean, th- you say like follow Val Kilmer. That's kind of the point. After yeah. that move, that last movie in the the nineties with the whatever of Doctor whatever that one that fell apart. 
Mm-hmm. He he really went obscure. He didn't. He wasn't leading really movies anymore, and he was no, doing really smaller movies MacGruber. at that point. He was a bad guy, MacGruber. <laughs> 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 like it's that. That's kind of where his career went because he was difficult to work with, apparently. And that's that is one complaint I have about it. Is it, it's not trying to. It's not trying to paint him. I feel like in a very like a very innocent light. I think they try to hint that he had some problems, but. Apparently, like other people were, ta- like, have talked about it. Like, the other half, and they're like, mm, he was a douchebag and horrible to work with. Like yeah. he, this, he perfects like, oh, I'm a perfectionist, and that just okay. That there's that doesn't matter. You being a perfectionist it is irrelevant. How do you handle achieving your perfection? Sure, because sure. I consider my, I would try, I try my best to be perfectionist. But how I talk to people to get that matters. Uh, but I, I thought it was really sad. I, and I think the, the part that hit me really, really hard, I'm sure hit you too, was uh, the Comic-Con bit where yes, he was like, yeah, sick. I'm selling my oh, past. Oh, that part. Yes. He's yes. like, yeah, like people think and like, it's like one of the saddest things in the world where it is. I'm selling like pictures and stuff that have me back in the day of things yep. I did and have done like that's, but in the, like the way he says, like, it's, it's how I make money. It's how I yeah. like, yeah. it's how I finance everything is i have to do go to these cons that was sure, uh, uh yeah it was really sad and also the recordings of him doing the mark twain thing i'm like really cool yeah i was like i would have watched that wholeheartedly and, and like, i think I there is a that. there is a movie's not like the right video? word a, yeah i think they someone recorded a show like there's a pro, like a professionally recorded show i want to make sure i'm not i'm not lying but um yeah it, it it's it's really interesting, and I I would highly encourage anyone who knows anything about Val Kilmer. I mean, anything. If you saw Batman it's just, Forever, it's good in general. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be by him or be a fan of him. It's just mm-hmm. a good show of showing you know, obviously being an actor and what it means to be and uh, just getting old, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, certainly. Uh, but yeah. one thing I will say that one thought I really had a lot was I kind of wish he played Birdman instead. That would have been almost a perfect fit. I he, think he could have he done drops it. Drops everything for a play. He used to play Batman. <laughs> he used to be a, a very famous actor. Like he fits that part just the same as Keaton. I could see them interchangeable in that role. He would have killed Birdman. I'm not gonna say who would be better, but I he could have done it as well. He would have had a, a different take on it. Yeah. I don't know if he can handle the the same kind of comedy that Keaton was able to do. That's and fair. It, the comedy would have been a little bit lost, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't know because he obviously Keaton is funny because you've seen like the Mark, the Mark Twain, Twain bits and yeah, stuff he was really doing, funny. and so I don't know. It'd be different. I think he's a cap- very capable actor, and yeah. I think it, it is really. I took away it was really sad seeing he's like, oh, he went to Juilliard where it was like <laughs> yes. drilled into like what is your like craft that kind of thing of just like, the artistry from that to doing which I loved the movie by the way the uh, Top Secret it's that like old spoof spy yes. movie. Uh, and I, I love that. And then like going to like doing top gun and what really broke my heart for sure was his thoughts on Batman because that was a huge movie for me in the day. I was that key demographic. I was a child when forever came out and having, hearing him say, I hated it. I hated every second of it. (laughs) I couldn't, the suit was torture. Literally it was hot. I couldn't move. I couldn't hear. And basically my entire performance was, Hey Val stand there. Like it's really it was really disheartening hearing that. And then like seeing the con and having the guys like, Hey man, I love you as Batman. Thanks for being Batman. Like that's something I would have said if sure. I would have met him in a con, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, be like, bro, you, bro, 
Yeah. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, thank you very much. But I'm like, you know, now I realize, oh, he hated it. <laughs> he hated every second of it. So yeah, uh, Val, another A24 uh, production yeah, or good. distribution movie, but it's A24 film. Uh, so you guys, while we weren't, while I was doing all that stuff at SeaWorld, you guys were doing other stuff instead of recording. You and yeah, Heath, you uh, won't shut up about this game. <laughs> so I think it was actually Lee that found this game, if I remember correctly. <clears throat> it was Heath? Okay, it was Heath. It was definitely me, yeah. Um, so you may have heard of it. If not, like I, I know some big guys have been streaming it, so it's possible that it might be on your brain if you're listening to this. But if not, it's called Tribes of Midgard. Uh, and it essentially is a roguelike survival game. So think like Diablo plus like Binding of Isaac, essentially. Uh, where it's, it's a little bit less, but it's open world. Because I know Binding of, Binding of Isaac is like, you know, you're crawling through dungeons and through rooms yeah. and that kind of stuff. It, it's you, open world survival, but it's a roguelike. So, if you've ever played uh, Don't Starve or Don't Starve Together, it's yeah, exactly yeah. like that. Yep. I love um, that game. It's, but it's really fun. Um, I'm not usually one that likes like kind of like grinding your character, finding a cool weapon type games, but it's actually really fun. Uh, and I think the game has a lot of potential. Um, we can talk about it real quick, Heath, like what we've like liked about it and don't like about it. But uh, one thing that's good about it, obviously, it's twenty bucks. Uh, I think it's still in early access, or maybe it's in a beta. I don't know. I know it's still like it's made by a small developer. Um, but essentially what happens is, is you are, it's like tower defense. Uh, so every day passes through and you're trying to defend your tower. Uh, and I think it's like at nighttime, you help me out. I'm, I'm losing my mind. You <laughs> help me out. I cannot describe this game. It's a time, a day cycle. So during the day you're, you're gathering resources, trying to build up yourself, make you as strong as possible to fight a in boss. But every single night your tower, your tree gets attacked by all these minions so and it's, it's in Norse Norse mythology, so it's like you're. It's all in like the tree of Yggdrasil. How do you say that? Yggdrasil, Yggdrasil or something like Yggdrasil? that. Yeah, Yggdrasil, Yggdrasil. Yeah, and you're fighting Fenrir as the current boss, and all these different like yeah. you know Norse stuff. So it's cool. I mean, what it does best for me is obviously gathering resources is like just in inherently kind of soothing and kind of relaxing, and you're just kind of. I don't know. It's for me. It's like very, very like like four hours passes, and I'm like, oh god, it's been like four hours. It feels like I two had minutes. no idea. Yeah, yeah, it's super easy to play a long time <laughs> in that game. Uh, so it, obviously just really, really fun. And obviously I can play for like four hours, six hours and just talk with you guys and, and play. Yeah, The only um, thing that I don't like about the game so far is I feel like the replayability is going to lose a bit of enjoyment sure. for me. We're because, too good. Uh, we are we have figured out a little bit of the meta and as of right now there are like i think there's eight classes and only two of them are actually really any good and then like there's like one weapon that if you get it early game then it's like it makes the you game so walk. much easier yeah. you just stomp, stomp through everything and get the better weapons and so it's again it's the newer game they're still working on it so if they can figure out a way to balance the classes to make every class actually have like unique abilities and make every class feel different and those kind of things, then it might be more interesting. But as of right now, it feels just like very, I don't know, repetitive. Uh, and it, once you beat the game, then it's like there's not really much more to do. Like you don't feel like challenged by it because, again, like there is a formula right now where it's like, okay, you just get this, go, go to this place, get this item, go to this place and do this, and then you're done and then you win. And it's just like 
if they can make it to where like every class feels different, where it's like, okay, now I'm going to do a warrior run. Now I'm going to do a guardian run. And like, you're challenging yourself by changing classes, then it might make it more interesting. But as of right now, it's just kind of uh, repetitive, but I, I still enjoy it. And I hope they do make it updates. Like they listen to the community and, you know, give more reason to play, but yeah, we'll see. It's been fun. I would definitely recommend it. Um, try yes. it out with your friends. It's, you can play with 10 players uh, and it's only 20 bucks. So it's super accessible. Um, and you can play solo or up to 10. So like you don't need a, a new to party and it also scales up too. So like if you're playing like as a one person or a five person, like it scales the enemies to make it more easier, difficult, depending on how many players you have. So, but the yeah. biggest thing you said so. is it's early. So I, it has a lot of potential, a lot Absolutely. of potential. It, yeah. It's I already love the game. It could be a lot better too. Um, so I'm excited yep. to see where they go. And I definitely recommend it as well. Yeah. yeah. So check it out. Yeah. So speaking of, surviving it's time for everyone's favorite segment who oh, died shit. this week <laughs> that's say five, five out of ten <laughs> by the way no by the way i'm counting tens every time matt doesn't even realize i segued so he doesn't realize how much <laughs> no, i know he did <laughs> i'm talking about all the times i've segued the conversations and you just don't realize it that's why i have to bring it up if you don't notice it it's definitely a ten no yeah, i notice it every time <laughs> okay uh, there are two. Well, one technically happened last week, but uh, we weren't here to talk about it. Trevor Moore from the Whitest Kids, you know, dude, that broke my heart. Dude, that, really, really that hit me hard. I was like, me what? too. Okay, so, but also, what's worse about it is that it's currently like listed as like a undisclosed accident. accident. Yeah. Like it's. I'm not and, gonna guess around, but maybe drugs or alcohol kind of thing. Like, okay, but also like, dude had been like tweeting out a bunch of conspiracy stuff, like days before he died really he died yeah no legit like i'm gonna go find it you guys keep talking about like you know Holy empathize crap. and well, eulogize let's, him. let's move past the the, let's move past the sad part like it's this is supposed to be a fun bit <laughs> uh no he dude why does kids you know was instrumental in my comedy 100 percent agree yes yeah that because to me it was like okay so people can first of all like friends can do this mm-hmm. like you like that, that, that humor you have with your friends kind of in private, you can make right. that into a sketch show, like an actual show. Mm-hmm. And that like each bit killed And like, it's so like to this day, Amber and I refer to like, oh, I hope that's a clean what every Dude, us, time us too. Like on this show, we've referenced it like four or five times. We re- re- uh, referenced the the uh, Lincoln bit for sure. Yeah, he beat my ass. Don't beat my ass. <laughs> He's beat my ass, dude. Oh my god, all of it was so great. Like I I, I recently watched the because I did a, a a paper on John Williams and it reminded me of the John Williams. It's such a long bit. It's like a ten minute sketch. Yeah, the just, other day. Go ahead. Go Sorry, ahead. No, go ahead. Know. I was just gonna talk about the bit. It's not. It's you. It, see the bit. If you haven't seen the bit, why does sure. kids you know John Williams? It's freaking gold. <laughs> I love the bit. I actually watched it the other day, um, just randomly on Reddit. It was the bit where uh, he was basically, you know, uh, Trevor. He was like uh, singing that song to teach kids not to not how to make meth or whatever. Like, so yeah. he was like, don't do meth, and he was like teaching them how to make meth. Basically, dude, one of my really funny. favorite bits he did was the the it was like the PSA he's like did you guys know it's illegal to say and then he looks at like a different camera <laughs> it I'm going to kill, kill the, president the president of the United States <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal to say that unless of course you're informing people about this law so we're again it is illegal to say and I forgot what the details are he's like I'm going to assassinate the president of the United States <laughs> I'm sad to say this there's two bits that are, are like, live in my mind rent free 
uh-huh. all the time. And that's the slow jerking part. <laughs> when they're at the oh, uh, yes. the freaking water. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, all slow. It's, like, it's fast to stop. It's fast to stop. What are you doing? It's fast to stop. <laughs> Like, I forgot about that. That part, but also the other office oh. one where he walks out of the bathroom, he's still peeing. He's like, oh, I won't stop. <laughs> Are you Those kidding me? <laughs> hey, girl, like, do you like me now? Yeah. <laughs> 20 minutes I've been in that bathroom peeing. Like, uh, Those two that bits, one, I, dude. I think of the, uh, the grape bit. The <laughs> where he's like bit. the big grape. Is, I'm going to grape you in the mouth. Oh, I'm going to yeah, grape you for years and years. The grape is yes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you, Trevor Moore. Rest in peace, yeah, buddy. Oh, I, okay, so I looked it up real quick. Okay. It's, apparently, apparently, it's like uh, he has been a known conspiracy theorist and like eat the rich type person. All the songs mm. about like you know society, taking down society and stuff. Uh-huh. So it's just like Reddit warriors taking it too far and thinking that gotcha. it had to do with his death. So, anyways, that was just a kill the president bit has a way different context now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God bless. I want to watch a bunch of white. Is it? I'm going to look up. There has to be like a box set or something. I would so, own that in a heartbeat. Really interesting. They actually had a podcast, The Wise Kids You Know, where Did they explained they? their bits and explained like where they came up with them and stuff like that. Well, I know really what I'm listening to. Watch. So, God bless you, Trevor Moore. Another one that the only one who's going to appreciate this is Heath. Uh, who else died this week? Bradley James Allen. Oh, are you serious? Heath, off the top of your head, what, and don't worry about getting right or wrong, what is the best Jackie Chan fight, not like stunt uh, bit or anything. Is this fight. Benny the Jet? Is it Benny, the, Benny jet? the Jet? I believe it's he Benny the Jet. He passed away. Bradley James. I don't want to say I'm wrong. It's from Gorgeous. Or is, oh, what Gorgeous. Okay, no, it's a different one. That's not Benny the Jet. Nights. Seriously, okay, Shanghai the Gorgeous Nights? No? is 100% the best fight of Jackie Chan for sure. It's either him or Benny the Jet. So like, okay, no, not Benny Kingdom. the Jet. No, I'm looking at okay, Benny so, Jet, not him. Good I mean, God, for, that guy's hair. Kingdom, right? <laughs> uh, but so it's the one with gorgeous so it's the white guy the really good boxer yeah uh, that is yes, probably that my favorite actual like fight fight I, I've got to well, look up the all black and Jackie Chan's in all white Rush Hour yeah, 1 yeah they have like they have the dude. Darren stop talking they have the, the boxing gloves and stuff and they yes. start it's so good that dude because there's two fights in that movie where he gets yes. first fight he wins second fight Jackie Chan wins. yeah that fight is incredible he That's did a really lot sad. of stunt work. He did a lot of stunt work. Guys, I can't believe you guys didn't make, mention Shanghai Nights. So, Bradley so. James Allen was also he did the stunt choreography for uh, Solo, a Star Wars movie, Kingsman one and two. He did stunts on Wonder Woman. He did stunts on uh, he did he was a fight choreographer. One of them for Pacific Rim. He did stuff for I'm Number Four. He did stunt coordination for Scott Pilgrim. He did stuff for Kick Ass, Avatar, Damn. Ninja Assassin, wow. Rush Hour Three, Two, and possibly One. I haven't scrolled all the way down to one. Shanghai Nights, Tuxedo. He did stunts. He, dude, he was so active uh, in the stunt community, martial arts community. Uh, that is one of my absolute favorite fights. So rest in peace, Bradley James Allen. All right, That's let's get sad. out of this. Two sad yeah. ones. Damn. Yeah, that really, really yeah, it really, really sucks. Yeah. All right, let's move on to some news. Did you guys hear that there's more trouble in the Powerpuff Girls live action show? No, what's going on now? Blossom, uh, the chick from Shield. I forgot her real name. Yeah, yeah. She left the show. She just bounced. <laughs> she's out. She quit. Dang. Dang. I don't know if she's put out exactly what the details are, but yeah, she she's out. Darren, you just posted 10 best Jackie Chan fight scenes, and clearly the person who made this list did only not watch all of Jackie Chan's movies. Yep, he only watches later stuff. I'm yeah, number two is from the Forbidden Kingdom. 
Where's the Drunken Legend on there? I mean, yeah, I don't exactly. Know. Your list, you have your list Gorgeous isn't mind. on Where there. Is Gorgeous. Where's Project A? Where is... Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I mean... Where yeah, is they have no list? idea Rumble what the they're talking about. Rumble you in the Bronx list. isn't even on there. What the hell? Boo. The say? bar fight from Rush Hour? Are you kidding? They're all... That, I mean, Jackie was, Chan, great they're scene. great. But people, there's more than just like four Jackie Chan <clears> movies, people. Police Story is on there, there, so respect on that, I guess. Yeah, Police Story. Police Story 2 is really dope, too. Uh... Yeah, so if they had any doubt in uh, in the Powerpuff Girls live action show, guess what? The actors don't even think it's going to be good. <laughs> Dang, that's rough. Something else of that I was talking about because we talked about Val Kilmer's Batman. There's more news in the Batman like lore slash community. Danny DeVito, who played the Penguin back in the day, is writing a Penguin comic for Batman's nice. 80, for the that's Penguin's cool. 80th anniversary. That's pretty cool. I like that. He's actually really talented. I don't. I, I don't know what exactly for uh, what I've seen him write. But I know he's directed stuff before. He like directed Matilda, and he helped produce uh, Rush. Uh, <laughs> Pulp Fiction. He's done a bunch of stuff. So Spawn movie. Speaking of things yeah. that are just constantly like <laughs> trying Dying. to be pulled out of the fire, despite no one trying to get trying him out to of the raise fire. Him hell again. Yeah. Well, uh, it's got a new screenwriter. Yep. Brian Tucker is taking over for the, the writing for the new Spawn movie. Brian Tucker, best known for penning the 2013 crime thriller Broken City, which Never I have not it. seen. Yeah. <laughs> had Russell Crowe and Mark Wahlberg has signed on to write the script for the live action Spawn movie. So apparently the script hasn't even been written. Oh, jeez, dude. Stop talking but about it until it's ready to go. Honestly, just, just stop talking about it. Maybe just don't make this movie. I, I kind of want it to happen, though, if I'm honest. <laughs> Why? Uh, I like Spawn a lot. So, but what? That that doesn't mean you want the movie to exist. I want a, okay. I want a good movie to exist. Of Spawn, That's fair. Sure. That's certainly fair. <laughs> if Jamie Foxx is still attached to it, I'm okay with this. I doubt Jamie. I bet Jamie Foxx is like, what? What did I say yes to? Bounce? Yeah, he probably like ran like Todd McFarlane probably like followed in uh, Jamie Foxx like a bar ran in and said, "Hey, I'm Todd McFarlane, blah 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 blah." Spawn, are you interested in being Spawn? And he's like, "Yeah, sure." Hey, somebody get this guy out of here. Todd followed him on Instagram. He followed him back. He's like, "Oh God, he's on. He's doing yeah. <laughs> He liked my Spawn post. Oh, <laughs> uh, and the last bit I have here is from. It's about the Steam Deck. Phil Spencer of Xbox, aka you know Big Boss Man, Phil Spencer has a has a Steam Deck, and he says Xbox games work well on it. Yeah, he got paid to say that. Nice. Yeah, he kind of got paid to say that. I mean, this is literally his job, but yeah, that's why I'm inclined to like be like, mm, yeah, let's let's hear what else he has to say. Do not buy it. Xbox games play like trash on this thing. I'm so <laughs> hyped for that thing, dude. Me too, honestly. I'm so ready for it. It looks pretty cool. I, the more I'm looking, like seeing stuff on it as well, I don't know if I'll get one like this year, but once they, I feel like whatever the next version, I feel like this is one of those things where this version is going to come out and it'll have some problems or whatever, but like the, the steam deck plus or whatever they want to call it, that will be the one. It's a really big system too. I mean, I just feel like, I just feel like I wouldn't want to like walk around (laughs) with something that big. I don't know. I never I'm I'm not one of the what psychopath takes their handhelds out of their house dude like I never take my switch out of my house ever yeah ever are you out of never. your mind I played with it for like five minutes when I was an air on an airplane and then I got you know it was yeah 
No. I take mine to the shop sometimes. The that's shmel. a little different because that's oh, like yes, a quote yes, yes. job where you can, you have downtime like that where you can do that. Yeah. That's, that's different. I'm talking like you go, I, I brought my Switch one time to work. To, I forgot what game just came out, but like I, I brought it to work. I'm like, oh, I'll play it on my lunch. And then like during my lunch, I'm like, I'm not taking this thing out. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, and I have a question. Maybe I'm stupid, but does the Switch even have Bluetooth capabilities with like headphones? Uh, no, you have, to buy a, you have to buy okay, an adapter. That's what I was wondering. I was on the plane and I was spending like 20 minutes trying to figure out how to connect my AirPods to it. And I didn't have like wired headphones with me because it's not, I mean, it's 2021. Right. Let's, you know. The, you so. know, you're not wrong. Sadly enough, the newest one doesn't either, I think. Yep. Really? It doesn't. Dude, it's Dude. 2021. Get There's me. a third party oh, there, thing you can buy that it's it goes into the headphone jack and it emits it Bluetooth. Yeah, it's you kind of. have to. I say kind of. It's very ridiculous that, that there's no That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, Heath, talk to me about. Well, was that your spawn news too? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Small world. Three out of ten. <laughs> and, three out, I feel like three out of ten. There's spawn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Segway to the dead bit. <laughs> That's uh, my bit. Okay, we got to have a game anytime. I refer to the news that has already been addressed, which actually, if you want to see what I'm about to say, I'm sort of literally deleting messages on the thing if we mentioned it. <laughs> Y'all do that too, because that, that's right. gonna be a that's gonna be a problem. So what's this thing about Dune? Uh Dune, the movie, comes out this year. It's Four gonna be on ten. HBO Max. That's uh, high for me not even trying anything. I'm just cold. <laughs> Let's just get to the get to the bit. <laughs> Are you guys excited for than, Dune? Uh, I'm I excited like for Dune. Dune. Yes, I'm very excited. I am very much. Matt, Ian, it, I it looks I cool. Really I know it. I nothing mean, about yeah, it. Dude, yeah. it looks sick. Um, so so Darren loves sci-fi, stuff. don't you, Darren? <laughs> I love Dune. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dune announced they're gonna have like a companion book with it. It's gonna have like art and all that kind of the usual stuff that comes yeah. to movies. But the cool thing about this it? one, go ahead, Matt. Well, I was just gonna say, wasn't it a book before a movie? Yes. Yeah, yes. it was a series. I think a series. Was it so, was it more than one book? I didn't read. Wait, so it's what's a, this book? It's a companion book. It's more like art. It's more like concept art. And it's not a novel. Scenes that kind of stuff. It's a companion book. Uh, you know, like, yeah, okay. this um, that kind of crap. But okay. the cool thing about this book in particular is Hans Zimmer is writing a soundtrack for the book. Ooh. Oh my! What exactly? Yo, for the book? <laughs> for the book? I'm not not for the movie. Well, he's probably attached to the movie as well. But probably. for the it's book, he is writing a original soundtrack. That's huh. what the crap. That's pretty cool. That's pretty intense. So you're supposed to like pull up Spotify as you're like listening, as you're like Dude. reading, like flipping through the book. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that gets me like kind of chubby to think of the idea of someone writing <laughs> a soundtrack to a book and I could play ambient noises in the background while I read a book. That makes me really excited. Um, that's just I cool. love stuff like that. That's so immersive <laughs> when they do crap like that. Yeah. But so what if you don't read fast enough to like to get to like the intense <laughs> Then parts? get your then get your <laughs> Yeah, get the book read to you like a child. Imagine the music is like now turn to page two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if it's like okay, he writes things like to where you're reading it and then like a really intense part's happen whenever like a, a hit in the music happens, but like right. you're like a page behind and you're like yeah. wait, you're just, like oh. panicking, like flip 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 what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's maybe it's a, like a Maybe it's like a D and D thing, like where it's just kind I of feel like it's a cool idea, but it, you know, dude, it is cool, bro. I, I feel like if it's just not the on butt, the audio book, then it doesn't What's work. What's the butt? That's the butt. It's the butt. <laughs> That's what the is? butt. If it's not on the audio book, then it doesn't actually work as well as it should. I guess That's it. it can't. I don't think it's gonna be as like interactive no, as you're imagining. 
I think it's just it's tonally going to fit right what you're looking at, what you're reading. It'll sound it'll be the soundtrack well, for the movie. It's not going to be like like you're on the page of there's a because, again, it's not a novel. But Heath was saying it's like art and stuff. So it's not like you're going to be like turning the page like, oh, the fight scene and the music gets all intense as it's fight. That's not how this works. Darren, I'll give you the butt. Deluxe version of this book, baby, six hundred bucks. Oh my Jesus Christ! <laughs> wow. So, Jeez. I thought you were like when you said six in my head, it slowed down to D. sixty. Six I'm like, okay, D. no, six hundred. That's yeah, no. Pretty, uh... So, oh, cool. Let me know how that goes. I'm not getting that crap out of your mind. All I'm trying to say is, I'm not reading the book unless someone reads it to me with cool music in the background. That's all I'm saying. I like how that's becoming my narrative that I hate audiobooks. <laughs> we'll have story time, Darren. You'll sit in front of me, cross-legged, show <laughs> <Three> pictures. <laughs> Excited, <laughs> dude! I used to love that back in school. Yeah, story time. Yeah, well, I think it's like fourth grade to me. Fourth grade is my favorite grade I ever did, just because my teacher, Mr. Kosher, shout out to you, my bro. Real worst grade. It? Absolutely, that was the first year that I moved from my hometown to a new town, and so I was like. You know, super nerdy kid, but also had no friends anyways. And so it was the worst year of my life by Dang. far. Fourth grade was a good year for me. Mr. Kozier was extremely instrumental for me. Like he 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 introduced me to like road doll books, like the BFG. I'm pretty sure Matilda. my fourth grade teacher gave me a swirly. <laughs> Holy crap. I wish that was a true story. Darren, were you a punching bag? <laughs> yeah. But he what was I talking about with fourth grade? How did we get here? Miss Kosher. Dune. The, before that, this I lost it with the swirly bit. <laughs> it completely derailed me. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Dune. D- no, you want six hundred dollars? Tell a joke. Oh, the will joke. Old. Will audiobooks. Joke. Okay, I like oh. audio. Like audio. I actually, I it's my bit now that I hate audiobooks, but I like audiobooks because it brought me back to like having the teacher read you books and stuff. Like that was so. I owe it. In, in hindsight, I'm like, was he hungover? Because. <laughs> It would be like, hey, kid, all right, like, let's uh, use like maybe once a day he'd read for 15 minutes. He'd read yeah. us like a chapter out of like the BFG or Matilda or something. And then like there are some days where he's like, let's go a little longer. Turn off <laughs> he'd, like, light. Go, he'd go Turn on for like 40, 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> there was one time it might have been in fourth grade where he actually did like I think we were all tired. Like one kid fell asleep. And he's like, are you guys tired or something? This is how cool this teacher was like to me in memory. He's like, you guys tired? And we're like, yes. He's like, really? We're like, yeah. He's like, you guys are children. Why are you tired? <laughs> we're like, life, man. I don't know. We're sleepy. He's like, okay. Who you? Would you guys like to take like a 20 minute nap? And we're like, yeah. So he killed, like, killed the lights and like put our, we put our heads on our like desks and we took a nap. Dude, that's pretty dope. I like Dude, that. Dude, those desk naps were the best though. For seriously. sure. Yeah. Kind of in the same vein as this, but kind of diverting as well. Um, something really embarrassing, but also made me feel really, really old happened today. I was watching, listening to Spotify on my phone at work, and Sugar We're Going Down came on, Fallout Boy. Oh. I yeah. got, I literally got chills, like like goosebumps chills. That and song, like, it sounds great. It is nonsense, lyrically. Yes. I got chills. And I was like, this movie is dog trash. Why do I feel like such attachment to this? It's just simply because of the nostalgia factor, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All those movies attached to He knows those aren't lyrics. <laughs> um, do you guys realize that movie, that song came out in 2005? Oh, Jeez, wow. dude. 2005. 16 years ago? How does that make you feel? Very old. Pretty bad. Amber and I have been like listening shit. to that music right. nonstop mm-hmm. on like Spotify dude. and stuff. 
early 2000s pop. Like that's like the we've been doing like on right, right. like telling Alexa to play stuff and it's it's been pretty great. A lot uh, of uh man. a lot of uh good charlottes. Sure. My chemical uh, romance. Yes, a ton of uh, teenagers have been played like six times in this house in the past like three days. <laughs> oh, uh, ooh, actually, this Ocean was Avenue. Who sings that we one? T- Yellow card. Yellow, Yellow card, card. Yeah, yeah. I saw one we of the last actually concerts. we were talking about this during the trip because it, it, it kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. Um, we were playing like the whole guess the song game or whatever, where it's like you play a song, first person to guess it gets a point, or whatever. And one of the songs came up was Black Parade uh, by My, My Chemical Romance. Song slaps, and dude. It, dude, absolutely. And so like. I knew the song. I knew Brandy didn't know the name of the song, so I just kept. <laughs> I just sang the song, like right, right. like just belting the song, like you do whenever it comes on. Uh, and then Brandy was like, "I know this song. It's just like if it, you guys always hit like your anthem, or whatever." And so I want to put on the poll is "Black Parade" by My Chemical Grandma, Romance. Your anthem. Our anthem. Our anthem. Our anthem. Like it's our anthem. I'm gonna put our like in italics if I can. Our <laughs> anthem. <laughs> yeah. Because like it, that's one of those songs that when it comes on, like. If you're with a group of friends, it is impossible to not sing it loudly the entire beginning of that song. Like I feel like I every know. generation has that yeah. song. So, there's the pandery songs where it's like Sweet Caroline. There's, there's a really, like everyone has a good time. Yeah. There's That's a really ours. bad problem with this bit. Okay. Mm. Black Parade is also that Beyonce song. Which is a very different R thing. It's easy, man. I'll just play the... I'll have... It's Instagram. I'll post on the little post thing. It'll have the Black Parade playing. Everyone will start nodding their heads to it. Be like, okay, yeah, so the song freaking bangs. Okay, so which is what we're talking about. <laughs> so you have that context. Half of people would think of Beyonce. Half of them would think of... Yes. <laughs> like, so we have a whole new demographic, guys. Did you know that? Yes. <laughs> Darren hates them. They're the worst. <laughs> That's the worst thing ever. That's the awful bit. Uh, oh, last yeah, last bit here to get us out of the news. Heath, what's getting another another goddamn live action? There was another one. Oh, okay, just in general, live action. <laughs> My Hero Academia is getting a live action film. Oh, get over yourself. Dude, I'm hype. Feel? That I'm hype. I hope it's good. See, I like I like anime, the the way it is. I, I why do we have to make it another medium? Just like it's with exciting. anything else, I don't know. It's exciting. I, That's it's a great okay. point. But I like My Hero Academia specifically. Obviously, yeah. like superheroes and stuff. Like, I think that it will be different. Prepare yourself for that. It mm-hmm. will be different. It'll be mainstreamed. It'll get cleaned the, up, if you will, like for the general this. audience. The guy that did Death Note, though, is attached to it. So yeah, so, uh, is it going to yeah. be a Netflix live action? Yes, it is. Uh, oh, so it might suck. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm not sure. Because he also did, uh, he's, he's adapted quite a few, actually. He did, also did Gantz and he did. Uh, I can't think of what it's called. Something Wonderland or who, who's Al- no Alice Alice in something world. What is that crap? Is that called some Netflix show? Mm. Ne- Alice, you said. Yeah, Alice in Wonderworld or something. Some uh, Alice in Wonderland. Adaption, it's like an adaption of some other um, anime, but it's on Netflix original series. I have no idea. I will say. Um, I started reading, or I'm, I'm trying to start reading manga, Ooh. and I don't know about it, dude. Why not? <laughs> I I just, I've never liked reading anything. Wouldn't it be better if someone read to you with music in the background? <laughs> Matt, you gotta, Honestly, I think you probably. would like the graphic novels better. Like, get it, to a good graphic novel. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I was reading, so I started with Attack on Titan. Yeah, and because I wanted to read something that I've watched recently, so I can compare it to 
what I felt and was watching What's up, listeners? at the same time. Oh, sorry. And hey. um I don't know. Like I can I can definitely understand why people like reading manga, but I've just never personally liked reading literally anything. And so I'm surprised I like read it, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm going to keep going cuz I told myself I want to do it and I definitely see the appeal, but I, I give know. you one book. <laughs> give me one book. Yeah, that's it. I thought I get one book and you're done. Oh. You mean one manga? Yeah, whatever you call it. <laughs> so do you prefer this is kind of a, a very nerdy question. Do you prefer manga or manhwa when you're when you're reading it? Do you know the difference? It's Korean or I Japanese? Never heard of that. Manhwa so is actually in color. Manhwa's in color and Okay. I'd rather have the one in color. You might enjoy manhwa instead. I've yeah. I I said that in the past because like my friends were saying like we talk about JoJo's or whatever, and they say like yeah you're gonna have to read that to catch up because the I think the writer's on like part eight I think he's just finishing part eight right now mm-hmm. and they're only animated up to like part six so there's like a two like two whole parts that aren't animated and all my friends are caught up to the manga on it but they said that there's some in color and I've told them I was like yeah the thing I like about JoJo's is the color and animation and all that stuff and they're like yeah so yeah i'm sure i would maybe it's not for you that's right i'll uh we'll talk about this later but i guess i need to figure out where i can read that kind of stuff yeah i got you there are apps there's apps you can have on your phone that'll have all the it just depends on if you have an iphone or android yeah yeah but all right well i think that's going to cover it for news we can start getting ready for our recommendations or homework as i load up i will once again it it will be out by the time you're hearing this they check out our episode of we rant about the suicide squad with ryan from the i'd like a refund podcast and speaking of the i'd like a refund podcast they sent us in a clip of their recommendations so once again i've been making friends on the instagrams and a lot of shows and if you're a podcast listening to this uh hit me up on instagram and i'll check out some of your stuff and uh if i'll, I'll be clear if you're good enough we'll put you on the show Oof, and you don't see this that is part. No, this is. I'll, I'll put that banner out there. I have to like you. So just know that if you send us a message and you're not in the you podcast, you're nothing back. Dead ears. You're not, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. <laughs> Silence Christ. says a lot. But no, most of the ones I've heard are really, really good. And all the recommendations that I've played, I, I've actually really liked. And this is from the I'd Like a Refund podcast. Genre Geeks, my name is Ryan. I am Joel. And I'm Cameron. And we are the hosts of the I'd Like a Refund podcast. Our podcast is about us talking about movies that were maybe supposed to be pretty good and successful and end up being colossal failures. We talk about those big budget films that really just miss the mark. And we are here to recommend a couple fun things as uh, being a, a just kind of short little guest for the show. Um, Joel, why don't you, oh no, Cameron, why don't you go first uh, for your recommendation? Oh, yeah. So um, I would definitely... I love movies. I love television. Uh, I'm going to go with the television show, though. The Leftovers. I talk about it all the time. My favorite television show of all time. It's on HBO Max. Check it out. And I'm going to break off of... I know we talk mostly about film, but I want to talk about something in the gaming industry. Um, I don't know when this episode is going to come out that we're going to be on here, but on August 17th, the newest expansion for the heavily controversial Marvel Avengers game comes out, The War for Wakanda. Uh, let's get that player base back up. Let's get some, find some more people that I can play with online because it's very hard to find a pairing. There you on go, there. Matt. Help them out. Um, so go check that out. Go play as Black Panther. It's a fun game. You can get it for like $20 at Best Buy. 
totally worth it. And Joel, what do you got for us? All right, so if if anyone ever listens to our show, you know that I am huge with scores, uh, with film scores. I love music of all kind, but film scores are one of my favorite things. So I am going to recommend the score uh, to a film that I think this score is absolutely gorgeous, and that would be the original score to the film John Wick. Um, definitely check out the score oh, for John Jesus. Wick. Get over yourself. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I think it's some of the best movie music that's probably ever been made. Um, it doing. compliments a fantastic movie to begin right. with. Right. I mean, the film's already so good oh, that up. it's hard for the music to be bad. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe the music's only good because the film is so great. Um, but yeah, that's going to be my recommendation. But in, in case you guys wanted something else, um, I actually would like to recommend uh, one of my favorite musical groups who are very unknown and they're not for everybody but their musical group called Magdalena Bay um, and just to kind of give you an idea of what their music is like they consider their music future 90s throwback space pop so hell? check them out again Sign not me. for everybody oh. but I think it's super vibey and it's a lot of fun Cameron's, oh. Cameron just said that sounds pretentious listen to our show you'll hear how pretentious he sounds <laughs> yeah, yeah if you want to oh if, if you want to listen to our show you can find <laughs> us on all your podcasting platforms Spotify, Apple anywhere you listen to podcasts you can find the Eye Like a Refund podcast check us out on our socials too on our Instagram we're at RefundPod we do a lot of fun stuff on there uh, keep the community engaged as well check out all the cool things that we're doing at I Like a Refund podcast and uh, thank you guys at Genre Geeks for having us on your show yeah. a quick little plug and to talk some things over I'm sure we'll be in touch sometime time down the road thank you very much i'd like a awesome. refund podcast hey Did darren to there's a really good episode... score he recommended <laughs> get over yourself i listened to an episode of their podcast today when they reviewed the joker uh with yeah, walking yeah. phoenix uh and after listening to their reviews and stuff i was like oh cool now i can shout them out or whatever until they started saying that garbage about john wick good over yourself john wick sucks everything about it sucks <laughs> the music sucks the action sucks everything sucks about john wick get over yourself everyone in cameron joel whatever your other name is ryan get over yourself the guy <laughs> the guy yeah, the guy we've met yeah no, i don't even yeah i didn't like him i didn't like him he's terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I love them they they are a great show they're very interesting if you guys like us at all you'll love them because they're smarter than us <laughs> but they also they have their newest episode uh, as of recording their newest episode i don't think they released a new one since they have their pitchapalooza yeah which was, was outstanding i already it was told it was them, good until like 15 minutes ago and now it sucks <laughs> i messaged them like dude we're already workshopping a way to tastefully rip you guys off like we're we're yeah. trying our, we that bit sounded way too fun and they were like bro go for it that it was so much fun you guys will love it so i highly highly recommend i'd like a refund podcast and congrats guys i think you guys win so far for the uh the john wick bit i think you guys are winning right now <laughs> all right do you guys have any recommendations or homework i've already said mine uh watch dave uh, and then try out travis and midgard those are my two recommendations <clears throat> I knew your pleasure. I echo the Tribes of Midgard and Dave, um, but also if you haven't seen There Will Be Blood in a while, watch it again. That is a masterful film. There will be what? I'm sorry. Yeah. There will be blood. Yes. Yes. Paul Anderson. I recommend you watch that. It's for your first time or again, either way, watch it again. It's a masterful movie. Yeah. Or listen to the feels like the first time podcast. Uh, I have not seen it now. Is it on is it one of the like permanent Netflix movies? I feel like it's been on Netflix for a very long time. It's been there for quite a while. Uh, seriously, Darren, have you seen it before? I have not seen it, no. 
I generally don't know if you're lying or not. Have you seen it? <laughs> 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 Welcome to the world you put us in, Darren. <laughs> nah, I've seen it. That's great. I love it. Uh, he hasn't seen it. Give it, <laughs> give it a watch. He definitely hasn't seen it. You would actually enjoy it, I think. I think you did might you, actually like it. Did you like Gangs of New York? He hasn't seen that either. It's I great. thought we had this talk. Who did, we did, because he didn't, because he shit on a Daniel Day-Lewis. Stop remember? doing this bit, Darren. We never know if you're actually being real, and this isn't like a trolling bit. It makes talking he, to you a logistical nightmare. <laughs> he, I don't, I don't think he'll like. There will be blood. Honestly, I think he'll like it. It's give it. it I did. Try. It was hard for me to watch. Really, it was very slow. Yeah. You're also a child with that. You thought uh, Judas and the Black Messiah was boring. You might I, like, like it, Darren. Matt, I like slow movies. It's not even, it's not just, slow. I mean, it, this one is actually a little slower. It is slow. Kind of. But I, it's not I even like. I like slow movies. Like, it's, I don't but know. the thing is, Matt's slow is just anything not action movie. Yeah, like, I, it's like actually most movies I like are slower. Give, it's, it, give it a try. I don't know. It's one of the best performances I've ever seen in a movie. Daniel so Day-Lewis, there's a reason why I keep saying Daniel Day-Lewis is one of the best actors ever. Yes. <laughs> he is otherworldly in this. And that's why I'm bringing it up. It's because we had a conversation one time where we talked about Daniel Day-Lewis and you kind of crapped on him because- Because you don't the know. Bit, the bit of you not knowing who he is and stuff. Um, Never heard of him. Yeah, exactly. So give that movie a shot and watch his performance because he blows that role to shit. Like he's so amazing. I'll go he's incredible. you're sleeping. <laughs> In the house where you're sleeping, and I'll Dude, cut your sells it so good. He's to an incredible pipe. actor. Yeah, there's a reason why he's won more awards than anybody else. I think. Dude, he actors. he's one of the, he's that. the but, method dude. Like whenever you think of like the cliche uh, actor who's going method, it's Daniel Day Lewis, where he like will live as that character. For I think for uh, B- Bill Cutting, I think was his character's name in. And Gangs of New York, he like legit mm-hmm. went to like a meat cutting thing, like learned how to be a butcher, slept in like a tent, all that. He had a his the character has a fake eye. He yes. like tr- tried to live with like a pla- he like lived with, like a plastic glass whatever like covering on his eyeball to do that. He's that psycho Jeez. dude who loses himself into a role. It and it works for him because he then does these Oscar winning performances. And, and Darren, if you don't like it, that's perfectly fine. I just think it would be a good movie for you to try. You might actually just like it. Like it's a it's I, a longer one. I think that you sold it enough for me. I mean, yeah. like I I like good acting performances. I like yeah. I mean dialogue and stuff. So it sounds. I mean, like that's, I mean this movie. Yeah. So I mean, uh, it's my homework this week. There you go. I, I would love that actually. Yeah. I, I would uh-huh. like. I, okay, we'll do it. It's a long one, so I'm not gonna like set it up it's like two and a half hours two no, no, pretty I, mean, long. I have nothing it's going long. on this week i have nothing going on so i'll watch <laughs> okay it. all right uh my last or anyone else before i get because i have homework for for darren at least as well oh jesus it's <laughs> not it's, hey, you said you had nothing going on bad, so <laughs> you can do this one in you can do this one in literally 26 minutes and 48 seconds uh, i'm kind of busy <laughs> I'm watching There Will Be Bloody Now. Heath recommended this, and this has been my album of listening to for the last like two weeks. Listen to the Zarface Super What album. Yeah. It's it's so short. Good. It's Dude. super dope. It's less than half an hour, and each track is amazing. It's got MF Doom on it as well. So This Is Canon has been like my anthem. Like, Dude, I watch this yes. song all the time. This Is Canon is an incredible song. So many freaking references, dude. Yes, dude. They murder that album. Yeah, it's really sad. Has been last my project. Freaking, yeah, I've been bopping. That being that his last hard. project is good because he he ended on a high note. Obviously, yes, he uh, did. But fuck, I want more out of him. It's so sad. 
it it sucks. But I mean, we can still get more like Zarface in the future. Just yeah, without Zarface, Doom, which just... really sucks. But yeah. yeah, listen to Super What because it's question mark at the end. Like Super What? It's really really freaking dope. Yeah, I've always liked MF Doom, so yeah, I'll check it out tomorrow. Cool. All right. Sick. Uh, I think that's gonna wrap this episode up. Hit us up on the Instagrams and the Twitters and Facebook if you'd like at genre geeks at genre geeks cast. Send us an email at genre geeks cast at gmail.com. And until next time, bye. Sometime you got to say, hey, I'm gonna fuck you softly. I'm gonna screw you gently. I'm gonna hump you sweetly. I'm gonna ball you discreetly. Say, hey, I brought you flowers And then you say, wait a minute, Sally I think I got something in my teeth Could you get it out for me? That's fucking teamwork